Hello, everybody, and welcome to This Xbox Life, episode 391, post E3 2016. Hopefully, I'm not quiet. I see everything bouncing, so we should be good, right, guys? You guys can hear me, right? For now. What? Speak <laughs> up! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't so, even I'm, joke like that. Yeah, I'm Brun, <laughs> BJ Swick 33 here with me. Uh, also in the middle is the wrecking ball. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle, you got Rob, also known as Presar. What up? And way down there, holding up the show, holding us up, is Wingman Seven and Nine. I'll mark, mark. You just need to lose some weight. No, uh, you don't have or to tell you, me something. I already know. So, are, are you, being down at the bob, bottom, are you Bobby or Cindy? <laughs> <laughs> I thought. How come we have no followers, Bron? I don't know. They're coming. <laughs> it's probably because we started and then canceled and then started. I don't know. Maybe I got a bad. I think I might have a, psych. Yeah, have a bad channel on my board, maybe. I don't know. But we should be running good. Yeah, episode 391. Psych. Yeah. And you so. didn't change the... Oh, you didn't change the title. No, he's yes. got post in there. Yeah, uh, do. Does he? Three, uh, yeah, hold on. Let me pre- refresh my side you, then. You probably had it open before I changed it. Ah, all right. Good. Yep. We're good. It's been a, it's been a bad day for that, hasn't it? We've had yes. tech issues galore, so... Yes. So right. what what we're gonna do here for this week's show or for this show, it's the post E3. What we're gonna do is we're going to play back to back to back to back trailers of shows we are going to record four years from now, and you guys are gonna claim us the winner. Um no. sweet. <laughs> what we're gonna do is <laughs> oh, we're gonna I just got that. <laughs> we're gonna start off the community and then we'll talk about our thoughts about E3. Um, and some of you may be surprised on what I have to say. So after deliberation, I had a whole day to sit back and think about it and stuff. You guys Wait, may be were surprised. Were you thinking or stewing? <laughs> I was thinking. Okay. I was using my logical mind. I, I did notice that the uh, this Nintendo Life domain just got created yesterday. So <laughs> does that mean anything, Brian? <laughs> oh, no, no, it's not mine. So... <laughs> But, uh, all right, so let's hit the community first. Uh, the reason why I want to do that is because, um, well, we have a couple questions and we've done a couple shows and, and haven't had a chance to really uh, go in there and, and get stuff, you know, read off. So we're going to do that now as soon as I figure out which options I need to select here. The troubles of not going in order during the show. Boom. All right. So to send us, to be a part of, you know, you're a part of the community. We love you guys. To send us a, a voicemail, you're going to go to thisxboxlife.com. You're going to click on send a voicemail. Follow the prompts. We're going to get it. We're going to play it on the show, and then we're going to answer your question or thank you for your comment or say, you know, we apologize, um, <laughs> whatever we have to do, I guess. Um, or you can send us an email by going to the website, thisxboxlife.com, clicking on contact. Filling out the form, we get that. You can send an email to contact at thisxboxlife.com. You can hit us up on twitter.com slash thisxboxlife or go to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash thisxboxlife, which is where a majority of our communication and conversations happen on a daily basis, definitely a daily basis. So that is it for that. Uh, we did get... One email, and then we got actually multiple comments on the website themselves. So let's we'll go over those two. But Rob, Bonus. you want to hit the you want to hit the email? Yeah, sure. 
Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Uh, we got an email from Folsical. <coughs> Is that how you say it? Looks like I would assume so. Yeah. Uh, would you please mention the Fable Fortune Kickstarter on your next episode? We just did, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. There you go. So <laughs> we want to. So if you haven't seen Fable yeah. Fortune, it's a it's basically a card based uh, game like Hearthstone, I would say. Or yeah, it's it's like uh, yeah, it very much reminds me of Hearthstone. That that's for sure. That style of graphics. And, uh, you know, it's definitely nicer than the old school magic right? that they've had for the last, uh, I don't know, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. This game is up on Kickstarter and they must have purchased the, the fable rights. I think they were allowed, they're allowed to make this game supposedly because it was already being worked on. Um, Uh, but obviously they need Kickstarter. So I don't know how many days are left. But if you go to kickstarter.com and go to Fable Fortune, you'll find it. So last time I checked, it was 22 days left, but that was as of Sunday, I believe. So less than 20 days. Well, let's see. Right now, it's at uh, 1,470 backers and 83 and $83,500. Oh, they're not going to make it. With 13 days to go. Yep, they are not going to make it. Yeah, well, I mean, what is that? That's uh, probably less than one quarter of the way. Yeah, they're they're going to need much more. So, but yeah, cool. Um, so that was that was our only email. The couple of the responses for our show when it was uh, 389 actually. Um, the first one was from. Uh, I answer. I replied to these, so I, I can rud, rattle them off real quick. Yeah, go ahead. It says, "Hey guys, this is Wade, Gamer Tag, Untold Tactics. I love the show. It really helps kill the time while driving." Uh, on uh, on Rob and Mark's Scorpio Neo discussion, I think I believe he means Mark and myself because I don't know if Rob was even talking that time. Um, <laughs> I personally yeah, that, believe that wasn't me. Uh, Mark is mostly wrong. He keeps saying that <laughs> Xbox doesn't do <laughs> something. That's uh, that's the nail in the coffin. But I really, um, the Xbox doesn't have to do anything because the Xbox is selling great. Xbox isn't in trouble whatsoever. Uh, sure, PS4 is out selling two to one, but it's still selling far better than the 360 did. Though I do agree that uh, VR will be a fad. I believe Xbox won't mention Scorpio D3 because as soon as they mention it, sales of the Xbox One will practically stop. There's no way Microsoft would do that, and I think uh, they will announce the Slim and also believe uh, that is a smart choice for them. There is a big chance that the Neo will flop, and I think it's smart to see how that works out first. As for the Slim, I believe that that it will have two versions, one with no disk drive and one with with an internal power supply. The other version... That is as equally small, but first an external power supply and a disk drive. I also think both versions will have 4K video streaming. Oh man, he's pretty close on most of this. Uh, I'm interested to hear what Except you guys think. Except for the think. part about me being wrong. Well, well, hold on. I replied. I said, <laughs> I said, hey man, it's Brun. I don't think Mark means that Xbox or Microsoft is going to call it quits or anything. I think it's more that they 
are out of the race for this console cycle. So like they're kind of throwing in the towel if they don't do that for this console cycle. That I could be wrong, so I'll make sure to bring it up to him, as I am right now. Uh, we all believe Xbox is going to release another generation. I think that uh, that was the Scorpio, but this whole Sony thing is forcing their hand and rushing it early. Thanks for listening to the show. So, like, I, I know when we were talking, Mark, we were talking like, you know, they have to do something or else they're doomed. They're done. You know, lights out type of thing. I don't I don't think when we were communicating about it, I don't think either one of us thought like, oh, well, they're closing the doors or anything. It's no. more of like, you know, the Xbox One generation is done. You need to go to the next generation. Or well, but the thing is, it's it's more than sales numbers because, I mean, we got to be honest that we're we are all Xbox fans, obviously. Right. And that's our that's our platform of choice. But we are gamers and and we play on other platforms. And I don't think any of us wants to see Nintendo, Sony, uh, or PC gaming die off. I, we just it just doesn't help gamers. But the thing is, is if right now out the gate Xbox One got got a big fat black eye. I mean, this black eye is worse than the red 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 uh, three red lights issue. Oh, I agree. Which doesn't agree. make any sense. I mean. This was a PR thing that is impacting them in a way. Yes, it's it's selling more consoles than the 360 did. Okay, and 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 if you look at it from that standpoint, Microsoft is doing great. They're selling consoles. They're they're doing at a faster pace than they did their previous console. Um, however, when every game that comes out, you're you're you have we we used to have three competitors. We're really down to two. Nintendo is almost non-existent at this point. I don't two even think people even compare them anymore. I don't it's think like two Sony. Or one. I think we're down to two. Who's the two? Xbox, uh, Microsoft, and Sony. Those are the only two competitors oh, in this console okay. market. I thought I don't you even, meant two for the Xbox. No, no. Uh, no. Yeah, so there's one Sony, competitor so one, for Microsoft. One. Right, right. Okay, if, if that. So Microsoft has one competitor, Sony. Nintendo is gone. It's like they've just poof, you know, and well, they're, they're, just they're, not they're still relevant. around. They're still selling they're not stuff, relevant. But, but they're, yeah, they're irrelevant. Okay. And, and if it wasn't for their handheld, if it wasn't for the 3DS, mm-hmm. Nintendo would be shuttered. Their doors would be closed. Period. I mean, that, that I can say in my, and it is opinion, but I honestly believe that is the case. The only thing keeping them alive is the massive 3DS. Uh, sales that are just crazy um so so that's what can happen it can happen and it can happen in a single generation uh we sold like crazy we you what is that nobody even knows about it it's it's just it, it basically this company turned to dust almost overnight when they won the last they won the last console war based on hardware sales okay but hardware sales true doesn't make you the true winner xbox came in third xbox 360 came in third place sony ps3 eventually surpassed the 360 in sales but the 360 had always when it came down to the software and the games being sold it was always xbox games in the top 10 they were they were just it was always for 360 so that's where all the that's where ea activision and notice activision was on board with everything was first on 360 where is that now Activision moved. 
they've, they've left the Microsoft camp. Um, others have done the same thing. First on Sony, first on Sony. Um, we got a few items on Xbox, but Microsoft is paying out the butt for that because they're trying to compete. So it, when you are losing hardware sales by more than two to one, which that is where we currently sit today, Sony has sold more than double the amount of Xbox Ones uh, that Microsoft has sold. It, it impacts when a developer is going to develop for a platform. They look at which one are they going to do, where are they going to put their money. While there's 18 million consoles here, there's 40 plus million over here. I'm going to go over here. And if that gap continues to widen, you're pretty soon going to have people not even bothering to write for the Xbox because they have to, it, it, it's just getting more. They want, it's all about money and getting your money back. Yeah, They um, have to choose if they, if they have to choose for making it for one console, they're going to choose the largest install base. Um, and if the install base is not large enough for where they're going to make their money back, by putting in the time and resources into making that version of the game, then they're just not going to do it. That, that's essentially what it boils down to. Right. Yeah. And then when well, there was talk of, you know, here, Neo, let me, let me in, interject one thing real quick. So hardware sales are important. However, companies don't make money on that. So even though Sony might have, what was it? 40 million? 40. Actually, plus, that's what yeah. it Yeah. 40 million for the past six months, whatever that number is. If they have that many units sold, chances are those are being sold at a loss. So, right, but that, that's why what, you can't go based on those numbers. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. It, it doesn't, you right. can't look at it. Well, they're selling more units than they sold before. Yeah, but their competitor is kicking their butt and selling more than double right. what Microsoft is. So the loss on the hardware is a wash, but you've got twice as many customers on PSN than you do on Xbox Live, okay? How and and I'm just that? saying, based on this console platform, that's double the amount of people buying PSN services, buying movies, renting stuff, you know, uh, EA, Activision, Ubisoft. Wow, this is where everybody's at. This is where they're going to focus their money, their resources, their time. Xbox One now becomes... Well, we'll just downgrade, or we'll we'll make a uh, uh, a copy of the game, or whatever. I can't think of the term I'm thinking of, but um, uh, you know, they're going to make the copy, if you will, down to the Xbox One, and they don't really put any dev resources into it because there's nobody there. And and with the discussion of the Neo, this is where this is whole coming back to answer him. If Neo Neo was is coming out this year, was the word? It's coming out this year. That this is where we got six months left and we're out of 2016 now. So that means Sony's, we know PlayStation VR comes out in October. They had this new console coming out to give you that Microsoft. There's been no word about it all that. So Microsoft had to answer that they had to say, we're doing it. If they didn't, that gap would get bigger and bigger, and then it, it's going to be so far beyond their ability to try to close that gap that it's essentially going to be over, and Xbox could be shuttered as a brand. The What is it? Satya Nadella wants, he's stated before, he wants to get rid of Xbox and sell it. That was a couple of years ago, though. Right, and if all you know, and if they're not making money and they're getting their butt handed to them, and every game that comes out, it's like it's not as good. It's sixty dollars. The consoles cost the same. The games cost the same. But this one looks a little better on this platform. 
it's gonna the gap is getting bigger and bigger because of that. They had to answer and they did. And then because they answered, Sony did not talk well, about we'll, the Neo. We'll come, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to <laughs> okay. that. That's the that's no. easy stuff. But yeah, so, we yeah, need to and, and we Rob, need, we're already uh like fifteen minutes in and yeah. we haven't even touched E three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rob, as far as far as <laughs> yeah. making money or losing money on a console, I think Sony around the twenty million mark is when they started making money on each console sold. So that's eventually that's essentially when Could they be. started making money, I believe. So all right. What I wanted to finish, the thought that I wanted to get across about that whole thing was hardware is important because it's an install base. However, it does not mean that every one of those consoles is a revenue generator in terms of selling additional content. I look at it from the iPhone versus Android stance from what I've read from developers right now, Android is like 85% of all of the smartphones sold. Apple has about 15%. Apple makes something like 95% of the profit on hardware, basically meaning they have all this money that they're making on the phones that everybody's getting. Android their devices are basically almost being sold at cost. On the software front, developers are developing traditionally primarily for iOS devices versus Android because the people that have iOS devices, they actually buy software. Whereas the Android people, a lot of them just don't buy anything or you know they don't buy the expensive games or whatever, they just do free to play. And I know there's a lot of the free stuff out there for Android that's that's ad supported and such. So here's such a small portion in the mobile world, such a small portion of the mobile community that is doing the majority of the purchasing. The mass Android group does not. So just because Sony has such a huge install base does not mean that every one of those people are actually buying software for it. We've heard from a lot of forum members or a lot of you know listeners and such that they have a PS4 and it's just sitting there collecting dust. I know, Mark, you've had your PS3 forever. I mean, you can probably you know scrape off like half an inch of dust on that thing. Oh, I'm it's, sure it's in a box. Oh, oh okay. The Wii's in the so, box. The... So it's in a time capsule. <laughs> They're <laughs> all in boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of people that we know, granted, a lot of the people that we know tend to be more Xbox focused because of live and the community and such like that. But just because you sold that unit, that is not indicative of those people actually purchasing software. And the only people that know what the penetration is of these devices really are some of the developers out there, you know, like the Activisions or actually publishers you know, the Activisions, the EAs, they know it's like, okay, we have this title, you know, whatever the title is, you know, sports game, you know, COD or whatnot. How many of those games are being sold on the different platforms? And that is probably a better indication of how active those people are. I mean, we know that there's like a bajillion people on live, right? And Maybe they know as well as to, well, actually, no, they wouldn't know the Sony numbers. 
because they would only Microsoft would only see the Microsoft numbers. I I, I take that back, but th- that's what I'm getting at. I mean, it was the same thing with the Wii because a lot of people bought the Wii console. However, those same people were kind of suckered into the gimmicky nature of the Wii, and once they got Wii Sports and you know Wii whatever uh, the other games were, Wii Fit. They stopped because they're not gamers. They bought it just for the gimmicky nature of it. So just because you sold about bajillion Wii's and Xbox 360, which sold less, it probably generated more revenue in software. That's all I'm saying. You guys know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, I do. Stop laughing. All right. I see you laughing. The next question. <laughs> <laughs> We need so, to we need to hurry because yep, we yep, okay. we spent twenty well, minutes I'll, over two I'll read hours. through the I'll read through this and we and we probably won't have a discussion on this one. It says okay. Marshy says, "Hey Rob, I think he means Brun. Um, hey, was hoping that hey, Mark Bron. would bring this up uh, as I could not couldn't understand your argument at all. He kept saying you would prefer it to be a new Xbox completely. How is that any different from having an Xbox uh, Scorpio? You'd still have a premium console that provides a better graphics." In both scenarios, the issue with launching the new Xbox is that you're basically launching a big middle finger to all your current Xbox One owners and telling them that to play the latest games, they have to buy a new console. Launching the Xbox Scorpio gives gamers the option, but doesn't force them to upgrade yet. For those who want the best possible experience, buy a Scorpio. For those who either don't care to upgrade or simply can't afford it, uh, it can buy the discounted Xbox One. Uh, or possibly the mini, I think S, depending on what that is, and still play the uh, the same games. There's no um, uh, there's no difference from how any other electronic marketing works, including PCs. Cheers. And I wrote, "Hey, Marcy, this is Brun. It's hard for your me to express the way I feel, uh, or why I feel this way, but thinking about it." Uh, I guess I don't understand what is wrong with my current Xbox One for Microsoft to want to make a more powerful Xbox One and to continue to make the same level of games. The power of the new Xbox is just too great to sit there and code for the lowest common box. I think this Xbox uh, was going to be the newest console released in 2018, but uh, they wanted to release early and support Xbox One games for a year or two, and then go to Scorpio only, that's fine with me. So what I was saying there is like, hey, you want to have Scorpio, like what they said at E3 is like, no one's left behind. That's fine, no one's left behind, but there's going to have to be a day where Xbox One is left behind. I don't think anybody will argue against that. Because I don't think it's going to be like, to that, you know, next year when the Scorpio releases, I... I don't even think it'll be a year after the Scorpio releases. I bet you it's two years after Scorpio releases. They'll eventually stop making games for Xbox One. Right? Because the install base will shift. But go, going into what Rob, you know, Rob was saying earlier, I guess, you know, the install base and things like that. Um, I, and then I went to continue to say, you know, like, I don't think the developers are going to want to just watch that power sit there and not use it at all. So, But we'll talk more about that stuff in our E3 discussion, which is happening right now so e3 was last night uh as we predicted uh before e3 even happened sony was going to win no matter what happened sony was going to win so based on everybody on the internet if you believe a word they say uh sony won um so now that that's out of the way (laughs) 
No, so we're going to go over uh, what Microsoft went over. We can chit-chat about it. Um, as far as, r- real quick, let's do this now because the annoying, I think the annoying part and something that kind of, after I sat down and I was telling these guys I got to sit and think and 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 maybe surprise them when I yeah, stew about it. I really think E3 completely got ruined for me once you start talking about a winner. And the reason why I think it ruins E3 and everything about it when you start talking about a winner is because you're basically saying other people's opinions don't matter and that they're wrong. E3, if you want to think about a winner or how E3 happens for me, this is my opinion. Is and it really doesn't g- matter. And it doesn't matter. You really <laughs> got to think about what is E3? What do I look for in an E3 press conference, right? That's that's essentially how I would say, this is who I think did a better job, or this is why I like this, this is why I like that. To me, E3 is, I want to see what the company or companies that I follow, that I buy games from, are going to do for me and give me to uh, the opportunity to play within the next year. Uh, maybe up to the next E3. Uh, with maybe a couple glimpses out, maybe another six months after. So 18 months. So when I go in and I look at that and I watch Microsoft and it says, coming out in October, coming out in October, coming out in November, coming out in November, coming out in February, coming out in February, coming out in March, you know, and I see game after game after game and they're all within that year. I'm like, awesome. That's great. When I see on the other side of here's a game, 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 here's a game. Thank you. And I look at that and I say, well, are those games coming out in the next 18 months and there's no answer? Then I would have to say, then what are you trying to, what are you trying to do to me here? Like, what, what are you telling me? Like, those games looked awesome, but I don't know when I'm ever going to get to play them, so I'm just going to sit around and do nothing. Um, that, that's my viewpoint. But, let's take the other stance of it. If I'm looking forward to finding out what awesome, great, fantastic-looking games, story-driven games that I'm going to be able to play in the next couple years, maybe, you know, let's say two and a half years on end, then, you know, for Sony to come out and say, here's a game, 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 and they're all, they all look awesome as you're going along. My gosh, they did an awesome job. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's what I'm getting out of E3. Just show me stuff I'm going to see coming in the next couple of years, like three years from now, and let me see what I'm going to do. Um, and then when you look at Microsoft, and, and they're coming and they're doing it, and it's just like, well, I saw that last year. I saw that last year. I saw that last year. I knew that was coming. That's already coming. Well, okay. Well, what about two years from now? What am I going to get past March? Microsoft, tell me what I'm going to get past March. At that point, Microsoft did a horrible job. You know what I mean? So it's all in the eyes of the person watching E3 to determine who you would consider a winner. And basically what you're saying is you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. So pretty much shame on people like IGN who I read and hit that site every day for immediately coming out of a press conference and saying, 
this group won, and then that's it. No reason explained why or anything like that. Even though they're on the high of just finishing the conference and had no way to compare any notes or anything like that. And if, in my opinion, if you really want to pick a winner of an E3, you pick it the year after. When the next E3 rolls around and you go back and you do a grade card on the previous E3 and you look and you said, well, that group announced six things last year and none of them happened. <laughs> so, but uh, that's what I wanted to start out with. So, right, well, let me tack on to that okay. <clears throat> real quick because, and I'll get this out of the way and then we can, we need to jump into this. Um, I posted on the Facebook, I was a little frustrated because I, I was watching all the conferences that I could and I did watch the Sony and it was fun. We actually had a whole bunch of uh, this Xbox Live community members jump in a party with Bron and I yesterday and we sat and watched the Sony press conference, which I thought was kind of funny, a bunch of Xbox gamers watching the Sony conference, but we're gamers. I mean, you know, and we do it because we want to report back to you guys. Um, but soon as that thing was over the, and I was watching the IGN feed it, uh, I can't remember. I cannot remember his name now, but um, he's the guy with the glasses and the beard, dark hair. Um, he was sitting next to uh, I don't remember, but anyways, he's on the podcast on Lock Crew. I have a lot of lack, lack of dis. I have a lot of disrespect for him now, but he was just like, "Was that the best show of any E3 ever?" And he was just like, "And I'm just like, dude, let's let's do the math." And this is what I did. I posted this in our Facebook group. So Xbox, did. they talked about a new slim console coming this August. They got new custom controllers that are available right now. They have a new console coming next year um, that's going to be one and a half teraflops faster than what PS Neo is. They've got introduced Xbox Play Anywhere. They showed 18 games. Eight of those are coming out this year. Six games. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I got to change that because one actually just got a date. Nine of them are coming out this year. Six are next year, and two did not get a release date. Okay, so now let's talk what Sony did, and this is all in general. They did PSVRs coming in October. They claim that the current PS4 will run VR. I still say BS. That's why they were making the Neo to do it. Um, so I think that's going to come back and bite them in the butt. They showed 16 games, two less, <coughs> two less than Microsoft. They had five games coming out 2016, one in 2017, and 10 that had no release date. How? Okay, so okay, I'm going to just leave it at that because I'm just going to rant. I don't want to rant. So I'm going to continue reading what I, what I wrote. said, not being a fanboy here, but I got to give it to Microsoft. They had a great show. Sony had some amazing looking games, but all, they really, all the really great stuff had no release dates. Xbox has a ton of stuff coming out this year. I guess Sony wins if you don't want to spend any money except on VR. But for a person who wants to play new games, I'm happy to be an Xbox One owner today. So, you know, again, yeah, E3 is frustrating because people come in and they're like, oh, they won this one. These guys suck. They don't. I, I liked what Microsoft did. I thought it was a fantastic show. I was super excited about what they did. Um, and, and like, Everything that they showed, with the exception of two games, we got 16 games coming out between now and next year. Um, and and Bron, I was chatting with you earlier today. The list of stuff I'm going to buy between now and next February, there's like nine, ten games that I want. Yeah, there's ten on there. You know, that's crazy. 
10 uh, between now and, and and Sony's got five games coming out in this year six I mean there's more on Xbox and Sony's even releasing on theirs unless you go in the VR now they're claiming 50 VR games are coming out um but I'm sorry that I, I do not believe that were they the ones that showed the Resident Evil VR yeah, there, there's no way that's on PS4 uh, it's just no way and, and and you're gonna have to buy something else like I know there was like a box that came along with the headset or you have to get whether that's in that included net in price I don't know I, I think they're gonna have a little PR nightmare here coming up soon because I don't believe they were honest because they said that you can do VR on the PS4 as it is today I really don't believe that but maybe they can pull it off I don't know but if they can't yeah, but it, it's probably VR like Google Cardboard yeah, it's gonna be well, like crap know. VR. It's not what is not what we're seeing. It's not Resident right. Evil Seven, which oh my gosh, that looked like. And I, I was scared just watching the freaking yeah. thing. It like, there's crazy. no way I'd put this on my head. But anyway, so that that's all I want to say about that. And I, I we should probably dive in. Uh, we we have a hard break at two hours, guys. Yeah. Um, because of the whole syncing this up to the YouTube. So both 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 Microsoft and Sony, I believe, had great had awesome showings. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love sitting and watching all those games from Sony and tell you what, four or five of them, I'm really, look, you know, I'm really great. interested in. Yeah, like, actually, my favorite game of the entire show of seeing out of all of them was Detroit. I don't know if you guys... Yes. Uh, that game, I, it almost makes me want to buy a PS4 just to play that. They had I mean, some th- amazing stuff. Oh, yeah. Days Gone uh, and Detroit looked freaking phenomenal. Yeah. Um and there was another one they had to uh, Death Standing, even though I don't know what that is. Yeah, the one with all the uh, zombies too, like the that's days, days gone. Days gone. Yeah, that looked yeah. awesome too. But I mean, they did fine. But that's why when we first started, I explained like I you have to know my view of what I expect out of E3, like what I expect out of a conference. And mine is tell me what I'm playing between now and next June. And and that's why I say, in my opinion, I think you know. If I had to pick one, I'd pick Microsoft, but I don't think picking one is fair to anything because E3 is supposed to be yeah. the future of gaming. So, but it all doesn't right. matter. What matters is what these guys talk about, and and I think we sh- let's dive into what yep. Microsoft talked about. Go for it. Um, so they started out the gate introducing the Xbox One S, which is coming out this August. Uh, pre-orders awesome. are already available on Amazon and Microsoft Store, and probably everywhere else. Um, I thought it looked pretty cool. It's 40% smaller. I've seen some, sh- uh, today I saw some stuff, uh, um, where they showed them compared side by side. Um, it's pretty neat. Um, I wouldn't mind getting one. It does add the 4k gaming and H was it HDR or 4k video streaming and HDR HDR. So, uh, it, it is going to be. There are going to be games coming out that will look a little better on that than they do on the current Xbox One, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, I read that um, today. It's got an uh, internal power supply, so there's no brick. Uh, it's smaller, The um, and I think the, the controller is a tad smaller than the Xbox One. I, I haven't heard for sure, but it sounds like from things I've read, I, at least the impression I get is it might be a little bit tinier, um, which is fine because the Xbox One, I think, is a little bigger than the 360 controller. Um, and uh, wasn't and it rubberized awesome. underneath or something? Was it what? I thought the underside of the controller was like grippier, rubberized I think, I think, or something. I think they've got grips on them too. Yes. Yeah. There was a whole bunch of stuff and I was trying to type in the Facebook and write notes at the same time. And 
but yeah, I think there was uh, grips on the bottom, like little rubbery grips uh, on that controller as well. So, um, but yeah, it it looks cool, and you can get uh, the and here the shocking part for me was that you can buy it the fifty fifty uh, five hundred gigabyte drive version of this box for two ninety nine, which is oh. the current. Well, was the current price of the current Xbox One until today? Uh, Microsoft dropped that price to two seventy nine. Um, so the, you can pick up an Xbox One today for two seventy nine, or wait and get basically the same thing for two ninety nine. Um, and then if there's also a one terabyte version and a two terabyte version, um, the price is three forty nine and three ninety nine, respectively, for those. Buy um, the five hundred gig version and go spend. 80 bucks on a four terabyte USB drive, man. Do not yep. spend. And I mean, yep. yeah, don't go. And actually probably not even four terabytes. Now I think you get a six terabyte for like 120 bucks. Like don't buy the extra internal hard drive space. I mean, I know it's nice and small. I mean, I think the S looks fantastic. Uh, to me, it should have been the Xbox we got from the very beginning. <laughs> um, but you know, that's all in hindsight and you're talking three years ago. So plus it's was in development for like probably two years before that. So, I mean, things get smaller, things get better looking as they go, and it's always been that way. Um, but yeah, don't don't buy that three ninety nine one. Buy the cheap one and go get yourself an extra hard drive. And actually, I already have one. Most people already have an external USB. Right. Like, just just go buy the slim, plug the slim in, and send yeah. the Xbox off somewhere else. Sell it. You know what I mean? You won't even have to re-download put it, anything. Put it in but, another room. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. But no, yeah. I mean, I. I it's the same price essentially. I wouldn't buy the the expensive one. Um, I really wouldn't. I, that's what I was thinking, Brian. If I get one, I'll buy the two ninety nine. So yeah. And I and right I saw your you. post where you're like, oh, I bet this is going to make Brian mad because they state that the S is going to run the games better. Um, I'm not mad about that because when they say better, I mean you're going to get 1080p, probably 60 frames a second, and it probably won't drop frames. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where, the new console will put that whole fiasco to, to rest. Yeah. This one and, here, which is nice. So right. it does beef it up enough that we are now on par with the PlayStation 4. Yeah. And, in and that to category. Me, to me, and, that and type more of more because it does HDR and right, 4K. Right. And, and those type of upgrades you would expect, I expect in an S. And that's what we saw in the, you know, with the 360 stuff. The things right. that would make me mad would be like, you know, is if it's like, well, you know, this is 720p, 30 frames a second, but the new S is, you know, 4K <laughs> at 60 frames a second. Then it's going to be like, now, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's completely different. Something that's going to cause problems for developers or cause them to make two different versions of a game. That's where I'm not really big on. But, you know, continue. Keep going. I like the S. Yeah. Did you? I, I think it looks yeah. awesome. I wish, oh, I wish yeah, it was in agreed. black, though. And, yeah, I, like I, I did want to mention something real quick, and that's that uh, there's three versions of it that they have on the Microsoft Store for pre-order. Mm -hmm. uh, they have the 299 500 gig console. There's a one terabyte console for 349. Yep, and then there's the launch edition console for 399 with two terabyte. And that one also comes with the vertical stand, which I think I heard was like $20 or something mm. to, uh, to let it sit upright. Right. So you, you do get a little something extra. However, 
for most of us, we're probably going to have their external hard drives anyway. Right. So at that point, you may as well just get the 500 gig console. Yep. And if you want to do vertical, just stand it up however you want or, or get the stand for 20 bucks. Duct tape. And it, yeah. <laughs> and an even better thing to do is to pre-order your Xbox One S using the This Xbox Life affiliate link on Amazon. There you go. And and the, for everybody listening, Rob was talking before we started. He was saying since the S was like two ninety nine, and it was a fantastic price. He's actually given away one on the show, aren't you? Don't even joke like <laughs> that. Man. I'm joking. <laughs> um, I'll come back to uh, the whole Rob when you or Mark when we get to the end when we talk about the the last thing that was announced. This whole. Uh, why would you ever buy one of these now? Because there's a new one coming next year. I have a comment about that, but okay, okay. continue. So the next thing they went into was Xbox play anywhere, which I think is pretty cool. We've kind of seen oh, this yeah. with a quantum break. Uh, you buy the Xbox version you got, and they did this with a pre-order for quantum break. If you bought it, you got the windows 10 version as well. And then you could play, uh, you could, your, your game was saved in the cloud. So I could, play like chapter one on Xbox and then go to my PC and continue from where I left off. Um, so Xbox play anywhere is now uh, when you buy it on uh, one platform, you basically get it for both windows 10 and Xbox. Um, it looks like all first party games are going to be including this. Um, and it looks, and I would imagine that it will extend out as well. Just we'll probably see third party games as well um, in the future uh, possibly, but yeah, um, the, then they the- the third, oh, sorry, sorry the, the third yeah. part. Now, this here, like that stuff right there, like super excites me. Um, just because that is leaning toward a scenario where if I only played Halo, if I only had an Xbox to play Halo, then I don't need to buy an Xbox piece of hardware and I can still play Halo because I can buy Halo and play it on my PC. Um, but I'm curious. It would be interesting on on third parties how they would do that. But you know, because like for prime example for me is Battlefield. I'm a huge Battlefield player. Um, if it would be awesome if I bought Battlefield on the Xbox and I got it for PC. But it seems like when you buy them and you get it on PC, it's through the Windows Store. Right. So I don't. So basically, if I say say it is true and and battlefield does it what i'm what i'm expecting to see is you have xbox one battlefield you have xbox one battlefield on pc and then you have battlefield pc so like you're still gonna probably have that difference between those two which is kind of crappy because i would really like to only have one soldier but but yeah i'm i'm excited i i thought that was an awesome announcement i think that's pushing pushing gaming forward like one of the things i really wanted before you should you should still only have one soldier unless you bought the pc version of the game through origin or through amazon well that's what that's what i mean i i'm i was hoping battlefield at some point in time would get to the point where you just buy the game and anywhere you play it you're playing that one wasn't listed as xbox play anywhere right yeah 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 so maybe maybe battlefield 5 yeah but you know that's the hope yeah you know all of this play anywhere stuff to me makes me think, and I, I could be wrong about this, but it makes me think that they're leveraging the common code base of Windows yeah. on PC and Windows 
uh, you know, the 10 uh, code base built in the Xbox and that they're leveraging this somehow with the, you know, Azure or uh, Xbox live system in the background. So they're integrating all of these things together. And as cool as that sounds and as awesome as that sounds, this could also signify something else. And that's that with all of these games shifting so that they're potentially playable on both Windows and Xbox. And I would think the only real difference is like hardware support of the game. So PC side has to support all the different drivers where, you know, for different devices where you have a unified standardized configuration on the Xbox. I figure that's probably the only main difference between the two. And the really exciting thing about all of that is that they are building in an environment that could potentially be not future proofing it, but it's, it's basically like the system that we have now in PCs where you could boot up, you know, Duke Nukem from 20 years ago and play it on a PC. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what Phil Spencer talked about. I posted an article today. He did an interview recently with the verge and, um, that okay. was what he was saying that, you know, it's ridiculous that I can't play my, you know, original Xbox today on my current console. I can't right. play an original Xbox game, but I can go back and play a really old PC game on my current PC. And that's what they want to get to is where you, they want to get to the point when you get a new console, your library goes with you and is playable on that console so that you right. never right. lose it. That's exactly what they're, they're working towards. And, yeah. and that's it you, makes and that's sense awesome. to merge these our Xbox one is a windows 10 OS. It, right. It's just how hard is it to make that run on a windows 10 PC? It, it's, it's already a windows 10 game. So <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's really good. That's awesome. What was next? All right. Continue. Um, okay. Gears of war four. They showed that it will be play anywhere. This comes out October 11th. Um, they showed the single player campaign, uh, which I thought looked, Friggin' awesome. Um, they've got weather elements in here. They got a lot of new weapons, Wind. which are really cool. Um, I am stoked to use the spinning saw blade gun. I don't know I what knew, it's called yet. I knew but, you were gonna say that. <laughs> and I, was and like, I well, saw wings weapon. <laughs> yeah, and I saw one today, another one that they were talking about. I saw some more play of it today, and there's this some kind of it looks almost like a grenade launcher, but it's it's something that you have they've built from the environment. It's like a tool, so they're taking stuff from tools laying around. I can't remember what he said, but it's some kind of almost like a grenade lobbing device that it just—it's just neat. The game looks awesome, and and uh, they did talk Horde 3.0 will be in the game, so we're getting a new improved Horde mode. So yeah, I'm all over this game. Cool. Yeah, I'm 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 pumped for it. Uh, next they showed, um, they were continuing on. They showed a lot of other things, um, in the gears arena, but, uh, they talk about killer instinct, uh, general Ram or ROM is now playable in that game. I actually, uh, there was an update yesterday to killer instinct and I actually played as ROM today. Uh, and there's an achievement. If you go play and win a game, uh, matches him. So if you just want an easy achievement, boot that up. Um, and here was my big surprise. Um, and I'm not sure why I was surprised, but I never thought on all our predictions for some reason 
I wasn't thinking that there would be a new Forza game coming out. I, I oh, just yeah. it never crossed my mind. And when when the when they started this demo or this video trailer, and I'm just like, at first it was just like these wild, you know, animals and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this looks it looked pretty. Like What's far, this? It looked like uh, Far Cry or something. Yeah. Then all of a sudden there's a, a Lamborghini in there, and I'm just like. <gasps> And I mean, I did exactly what I did. I was like, oh my gosh, Forza, this got to be Horizon, you know, and it kept playing. And I'm like, and then finally it came up, Forza Horizon 3. And I mean, I was so excited. It was like, oh, thank yeah. goodness I had something that I, you know, wasn't spoiled. I wasn't even thinking of, and it was a complete surprise to me. And it was a game that I absolutely love. So, and on top of it, the game's coming out September 27th of this year. So it's, we're just a couple of months away from it. Three months away. Um, it takes place in Australia. It has cross play. They actually showed some two people playing on a windows. So there was like a windows 4k system, a windows machine, an Xbox S and an Xbox or an Xbox one S and an Xbox one, all four of them playing on stage, all in separate games. And then someone sent out an invite to one of their people and, and it was just, it pops up, you hit the button to join the game. And you're just immediately in their game. They call it uh, instant co-op and you're just immediately in there. And then like whoever the host is and what their weather is like your game will switch immediately to. So if you're in a, you're a private game and it's raining or something and you're racing or you're driving around and you join a game for your friend and he's in a nice sunny time, it'll automatically switch over like that. And you'll, you'll just be right in their game and it worked. Uh, and cross play, so you can play against Windows players. We'll be able to play with Xbox players. Nobody, nobody really thinks about that type of tech. You know, that kind of like you know, people kind of you know, they mention it like the instant co-op and stuff like that. And I don't think a lot of people really catch on to it. Like, you know, to sit there and think like, oh, when I press a button, I'm immediately in this other person's game you know, playing with my friends, racing my friends and stuff like that. And, and, you know, thinking about E3, like a lot of Microsoft stuff is co-op related. It's like, we want you to play with your friends. And when you go and you look at a lot of the games that were shown on, uh, in Sony's press conference, did anybody notice that most of them are single player? You're on your own by yourself type of game. I mean, most of them are, are like single-player story-driven games, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong, but it shows you two different sides of, like, the consoles. Like, one's very co-op-ish, play with your friends, go out there, do this, and, and the tech works, and then the other groups are like, you know, if you want to sit back on your couch and, and play by yourself and things like that. But, like, a lot of people don't notice that stuff. That's awesome when you think about it, that instant. Oh, yeah. The power of the Crazy. cloud. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh, next game was Recore, uh, comes out September 10th, which surprised me. I, I expected to see Recore. I did not expect it to ship this year since we just saw it for the first time last E3. So I like the way Microsoft is doing stuff. They they seem to be, a couple years ago, they said, we're going to talk about what's coming out this year, You know what you're going to see in the next year to 18 months, and that's it. So, And I don't think, any, you know, with the exception of two games, which I'll mention in a minute, I think everything's going to be out by holiday 2017 that they showed. And even the two that didn't have a date, I would expect to be out before then. So I like that. So when you, if you see something at E3 next year, if it's not out by E3, it's, it's going to come out in a couple of months, you know, you're real close. So I like that. 
Um, game doesn't interest me. Um, I know a lot of people are like it. What I will say, uh, what I found interesting is this game's available for pre-order and it's only $40. Um, it's a $39.99 title, which I'm not sure why. Um, I thought, so I don't know if that, imp- yeah. does that mean it's not a full retail game or nope. uh, people have already said that? I don't really know. I expect this to be a full on regular game, um, but it is 40 bucks. So yeah, 40 bucks. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 was shown. I thought that, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was like the worst gameplay demo ever. I couldn't figure out what the guy was doing. It's like, he just kept rolling around. He kept getting hit by the monster, the dragon, whatever he was yeah, by the big hand or the big hand. Yes. And I was just like, does this guy not know what he's doing? I felt like the guy didn't know what he was doing or that he was just, you know, I, it just seemed like he really didn't know. And, and it could just be me not understanding what he was doing, but it just looked really awkward and weird. And, and other commentators, the, the official media stated the same thing yeah. that it just didn't work. It was really weird. You know, but even, that, you know, what even looks was even dumber than that demo of final fantasy 15. Having a character in a demo in a trailer of Final Fantasy 15 wearing a VR headset. <laughs> I, I, he, was that was that that game or was that that was uh, final? It was Final Fantasy 15 VR or whatever it was. Oh, that's right. And yeah, I remember because I remember that's right. That was in the Sony conference. They showed that, yeah. and I remember thinking, wait a minute. I, the gamer's wearing a VR headset and a character's wearing a VR headset. I, I didn't understand. So it. is it a VR within a VR? <laughs> yeah. yeah the, just the Final Fantasy 15 stuff just all around and both conferences were just like, blah. It was, it was horrible. Yeah, I didn't care for it, but I'm sure uh, Final Fantasy uh, gamers will like it, though. It's Sure, sure. I'm sure they're excited for that to come out. Yep. Okay. Um, they, Microsoft showed off some Division um DLC coming out for underground and um, survival survival. Yep. So those are coming. Survival looks pretty good. looks like weather's going to be a big impact, which I think going to suck because man, when the storm, when the snow really starts flying in the division, it is hard to see. Yeah. Um, so then it was battlefield one runs most probably anticipated game of the year comes out October 21st. But if you are a lucky Xbox one, EA Access subscriber, you get the game a whole week earlier, October thirteenth. Yeah. Thirteenth, the same time as what game comes out on the thirteenth? Uh, check your list. I that I that list is a, somewhere else. Okay, I'll <laughs> check. I know it's it's something where I was just like, oh my gosh, there's back to back to back to back games. It's not Titanfall. Oh, Titanfall's afterwards. But. Then it was um, Gears. Gears of War. Gears comes out the eleventh. Okay, yeah. so two days, yeah, yeah. But okay, so I got two get two days to beat the con- the, the single player. <laughs> um, so Battlefield One, I I just wrote down they've got dynamic weather. Uh, they do have a single player campaign. Uh, the game looks phenomenal, mm. and I will say this because when we first saw the trailer a while back, I was like, dude, the game's not going to look like that. This is a trailer. Well, they were showing in-game footage today, and they talked to people who actually uh, at E3 who got to play it, and they were saying it looks just like the trailer and the stuff that we were, that I've seen. That's the most beautiful-looking Battlefield game to date. Yeah, I am I, impressed. Yeah, I was really nervous about the World War One uh, when I saw the trailer. I'm like, okay, well, let me see some gameplay. And I watched the EA conference, and uh, 
Yeah, it looks really good. And and one of the coolest things it's it's you know like I said it's, it's all these these little things that people sometimes miss. But the map when you die, like you get the little kill cam when you die, and uh, then from when you die, it like comes out from where your body and just shows you the overall look of the battlefield, which used to kick over to like a two D map where you'd see little red and blue arrows going uh, everywhere. Actually, when you're looking at the map, it is the it is the map. It's the game where people are running around on. Oh, like cool. playing, and then when you spawn, it just like goes from the map and zooms right down to where it spots you at. <laughs> yeah, the it's some awesome of the <laughs> comments from the people that have played it today uh, have they said that the you know the tanks are a lot slower, um, and obviously you're the biplanes. The one thing I don't like about the trailers, they like show these biplanes and they're just, like they're zooming around like they're jets, and I'm like, like a million miles an hour. Um, that's a biplane, buddy. So I think some people yeah. might be disappointed when they're like. <laughs> it's World War One. Along over the battlefield. Yeah, come on, people. <laughs> <B-B-B-B-B. laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it looks amazing. So that comes out here in October. Yep. Um. Then they announced. So this is cool. This, and I didn't think this got enough. I, I feel like they breezed over this, and I wish they would have given a little bit more time to this. But um, new features coming to Xbox Live. Oh yeah. Uh, so we're going to get our two Xbox and Xbox Live. Um, the console is going to get background music play, which was something that you could do on the 360. So three years later, we're going to get <laughs> we're getting a 360 feature put on the Xbox One. So like in your games, you can overwrite the game soundtrack and listen to your own music if you want. They've got a change to the language region. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was. But there was something coming regarding language yeah. in the in the regions. Yeah, I, so the language isn't region locked. So like if you want to have your console's language in Japanese, it can be in Japanese even though your console is in the US. Okay. So cool. what it is today is if you're in the US, you're locked down to English. Well, that's kind of stupid. Yeah, it's um, really weird. All region locked stuff just needs to go away in general, but that's just me. But okay. And then Cortana's coming to the Xbox, which that's- we already know that that blows. They could have, rem- they didn't need to talk about that one. Um, then on live, they've got clubs that are coming to Xbox live. And this is the one I wanted to see and know more about. And they're just like, Oh, clubs are coming. So you can meet up with your friends and blah, blah, blah. And then they just moved on. It sounds like built in clan support into Xbox live. So I'm, I'm in my own mind and I'm this, I want to hear what you guys three, what you three thought. I'm picturing something where I can, instead of a party, I can launch my club and, and it'll list, you know, all the clubs I'm a member of. And I'm going to go into TXL because that's the only club I need to be in. Right. Right. Um, and I can go to the TXL club and there would be like a, a wall of comments where people can talk and chat and maybe you can party up within the club and, and you can hopefully schedule game nights and say, hey, we're going to play this on this. You know, so I'm kind of thinking like true achievements website where you can go out and say, uh, we're going to work on this achievement or we're going to play this game on this set time. And then people, you know, there's six of you know, there's six people in the game. So you've got the guy that created plus five additional slots. People can join it and then you'll know who, who to reach out to or, you know. Right. Uh, and I'm hoping that when that happens, that it sends you a notice at that team. Hey, to join your par- your club game, you know, double tap your Xbox. What do you guys think? What What was your impression when they breeze past this? Go ahead, Rob. 
Well, as soon as they mentioned clubs, I immediately thought of TXL. Didn't know exactly how it would be implemented, but I was like, we got to do one. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I mean, it was, they did kind of blast through them and they gave you like some of the high points, but, uh, you know, I, I think we're going to have to wait until a later date to see like super detailed yeah. details that we're going to want to know since we're going to want to use it. But I mean, it was just enough probably that they needed to convey for a show like that. Cause you know, you can't get bogged down in details when, you know, you'd, you'd rather show five minutes of a huge hand smashing a character. <laughs> yeah. To, to me, to me, the first thing I was sitting there thinking was like, Oh, awesome. Because you're going to see the people in your group and you're going to see if they're online, you're going to see if they're playing um, and be able to create parties with them and, and send hopefully send party invites to them join parties with them. And the first thing I thought was like awesome because I know there's people that follow me that are in our group that maybe I haven't friended back, you know, things like that. And then the other thing I was thinking is like, well, great. I can knock my friends list down to 15 because everybody's a party. That's a part of the community that I don't play with every single day. Like there are some people in our community that I play with every single day. You know, they, probably you know they're on my friends list and marked as a favorite um not that everybody everybody out there is my favorite by the way um <laughs> but it's one of those things like oh great like i don't have to worry like every time a new person comes into our group like i have to friend them i have to do this i have to do that and it just i think it makes us or the group leaders or people in the group more accessible yeah. you know the, i think Good the idea. friends i think the friends list limits the accessibility to some people so and it makes it yeah. hard for us. I don't know if I, to, I got over a hundred people on my friends list. It makes it, it does make it really hard. And if I unfriend you, don't think that I, it's anything bad, but when these groups come out and if that's available, I'll let everybody know, like I'm unfriending everybody, <laughs> you yeah. know, and we're going to go that way. So hopefully it's, that's it's, what it, it is. I would like that better. And then maybe not see the group stuff in your feed because right now I got the same problem and I'm seeing like, Oh, so-and-so got an achievement. I'm thinking, who is this person? Right. <laughs> I, I don't even know who that is, you know, it's, but it's someone from the community that's followed me and I followed them back because they followed me and, you know, or they probably, you know, they probably sent me a message that, hi, I listened to the show, but it's like, yeah, it gets to be out of control. Um, and I try to keep my, you know, on the 360 when you had the hundred limit, you know, we were limited at that. And I tried to keep, you know, if, if I play with you, I'll have you on the list. If we're not going to game, then I don't really need to be your friend. I love that you guys listen to the show and I'd love to have an opportunity to game. So I think the clan thing or the clubs will be great. And I, I yeah. hope that does what we want it to. It'd be nice. It'd be nice if you could on the Xbox app on, on the PC or anything, or even in the Xbox, be able to respond to posts and stuff to me, you know, what would be really awesome is if they, we could take our Facebook group and replace it with an Xbox group. And, you know, cause it has a, you know, we have iOS apps and, and the apps on mobile and, and things like that, then I can just get off Facebook altogether. <laughs> I, I don't like Facebook. But all right, continue. Well, speaking of groups, uh, you can now look for groups. Um, LFG. So you can send out a request for people to join you. So, you know, I, my thought of this was uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, which is going to probably be my game of, was that 2017 or 2016? I can't remember. 
There was so many things coming out, and I can't remember where that one fell in. Uh, um, that one is. Where did it's I 2017, that? I believe. I, was that, yeah, it was early. I think that was March. So that's going to be my 2017 game of the year. I can March. already predict. Dude. Okay. So, anyways, I won't even get into that, but just Gra 2 co op missions. Let me just. Those of you who followed us a long time know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. But I can see it now that I'm going to want. You know, I want to boot this game up and everybody's playing something else and I can just, and 360 had something similar called beacons, you know, right. be like, Hey, so-and-so wants to play this game. So I can just basically boom, send my beacon. And it'll just blast my friends and say, Hey, I'm looking for people to join me in wildlands. And you know, if some, you know, and it's like, if I'm sitting there playing something, I'm kind of bored or I'm watching TV and I get that from someone. Oh yeah, sure. I'll jump in and, and play. I think that's great. So that's coming. You know what I and was thinking when I saw that? What's that? Destiny. Need that would three, be good. Yeah, people for a raid, and and somebody actually said that at work. They're like, Microsoft just solved Destiny's problems with finding a and group. the division, and, and yeah, and the division. Yeah, games it's like, like they, that where you want to get a group of four to go into the DZ, or you want to do a raid, um, or yeah, just yes. This is so so needed. <laughs> yeah, and, and this one here is nice because it's like you initiate it, unlike beacons where they always just popped. Uh, and Jesus walks a lot said beacons became annoying, and I agree they did. Yeah. Uh, so, but all right, keep going. Run out. And the time. last one was arenas uh, coming to Xbox Live. So it sounds like this will be an area where you can go in and set up private tournaments. There's gonna right. there's gonna be like real tournaments. It sounds like that they're gonna do. Um, where I, I took it as like we could play against, we could potentially be playing against people that are like some professional gamers. They're going to have tournaments for money and stuff like that. But it, it looks like they're, you might be but, able to set I up mean, private tournaments with your th- friends. Yeah. I mean, it sounded almost like you could have a tournament for just about anything right. in, yes. instead of just the organized ones. Right. So, I mean, we could potentially have our own like listener yeah, tournament. FNL would be a right? Rocket League tournament. Yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's cool. Yep. Um, okay. So let's see, let's run down through. So there was a bunch of stuff on Minecraft. I'm not even going to go into that. Skip. Um, uh, there's the, the controllers. You can get customizable controllers, which these are cool. Some people in our group have already bought them and posted pictures. Uh, these oh, are cool. Wow. You can, you can pick the color of the thumbsticks, the D pad, the front of the controller, the back of the controller, um, the buttons, the, the, the menu buttons. So there's like four different options. The, the, the AB, Y A B X colors and you can have, there's like four different options there. You can get your uh gamer tag or name or something, a uh, laser etched onto the controller. Um, these controllers are 80, uh, 79.99. And then it's another nine 99 for the laser etching. So you're looking at $90 for one of these. Um, I actually have one saved and the wife actually gave me the, okay. Uh, the kids want to buy nice. it for me for my birthday. Oh. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I, I haven't done it cause I'm like, man, it's 90 bucks for a controller and I have three of them here, but it would have my gamer tag on it. Um, and it looks really cool. Or you can get an elite <laughs> for just a little bit I, more. I know, but you wouldn't have your gamer tag on an elite. Yeah. So I haven't done it yet, but I might be pulling the trigger on that. Get it. Pull the trigger. Um, <laughs> yep. so that's Whoa. really cool. Those are available today. You yeah. guys can go and order them. Um, but you can do it today, but they don't ship for like a couple weeks, right? Oh, I'm sure it's going to take a while. They're custom. Yeah. They're going to have to right. match all the colors and parts. And, you know, if you're doing laser etching, it's got to go through a process. So I'm sure there's going to be, it ain't going to be an overnight thing. Oh, yeah. And I watched the E3 with my son and 
he's already picked out like the color scheme for his controller. <laughs> and I'm like, really? It's like, yeah, dad, you can give me this and this. And I want yellow and I want black underneath. And yeah, I told my uh, wife, I said, it's, it's we funny. should get some one, one for each of the kids, but they're too expensive, but the kids would love it. They'd have their own controller, oh, yeah. their own color, their name on it. Right. It's pretty I think it's a cool idea. I like it, but it's expensive. Yeah. Um, Okay, so then inside was shown a little bit, really briefly. This is, um, I've got June 29th written down. Yeah, people have been waiting for that game forever. Is that coming out? This Is that like in two weeks then? Yep, yep, two weeks. Wow. Uh, and this is Wait, the what, successor to Limbo, correct? Because yes. Limbo is free right now on oh. Xbox One. Yeah, it is. So yeah, inside comes that's out a good on game. the 29th. Yep. What is that about? I mean, you're going to have it like tells you nothing. Right, yeah. You say just watch the trailer. That's I mean, what you get, what you see is what you get. You want to know something that we don't know what it's about. We happy few. Oh, the, I oh, want that. Bad. Dude, I, I, I don't know if you can see this. I wrote down very weird game. <laughs> That's that was yeah. my note. I'm like, what the heck is this? I want this game. <laughs> I, I, mean, I want this. I have no idea what it is. It looks bizarre and really strange, it's, and it's not. And it's like it's no, not no, my style. No, no. But the if the if one word was to describe it, it would be disturbing. Make sure it to was, take your joy, <laughs> dude. When they started smacking that pinata and there was blood spraying, I was like, "What the heck? What is in that pinata?" And then he steps away, and it's just like a dead rat or something. And they're all just gorging yeah. on it. And like the colors, all the bright colors start to fade to this like kind of grayish thing. And, and then that one weird with person with a mask, you know, and they're like, Oh, you're not taking your happy pills. And all of a sudden you realize like everybody's drugged and what they're seeing is not reality. And Oh my gosh, I want to play this game. Yeah. It looks <laughs> I good. want to know more. And, um, this is coming to, um, early the game preview program. Yep. So we, sh- we, I think we're going to be able to see this soon. I didn't write the date. Um, but that was so bizarre, dude. I believe it's, it's in June as it's, well. Yeah. It's as or bizarre no, it's, as Octodad. It's July. Yeah. It, it's been compared to Bioshock a lot. I've seen, um, yeah. and I, I can see that, uh, when, in fact, when I first, the game first started and the guy was working on that, like machine where he was or the redactor. It just looked like, I'm like, what is this, a new Bioshock game? I mean, that's what it looked like right from the start, but very yeah, weird. Just it, with the coloring and yeah. like the and art the, the, the style, yeah. July 26th. Yeah. July 26th. And that'll be a game preview at that point. Correct. So yeah, the game won't four be five weeks away. Not bad. Yep, preview. But, so but, you are buying pre-released code, and, and typically right. they're cheaper when you buy them early, so. If you have not seen the trailer for We Happy Few, gotta go out and check it out when we're done with our show it, it the live gameplay the live gameplay the gameplay yes. from e3 yep um so next they came out the guys from the witcher game came out and inter- introduced gwent yep um it's the witcher card game it's gonna have multiplayer cross play and a single player campaign in a card game uh next was tekken 7 coming out early 2017 uh, it's got a new story mode, and they're going to give a free oh, and a free copy of Tekken Tag Tournament Two is currently available now. Uh, it's a 360 backwards compatible game, and it is currently free, so you can go grab that uh, as well. Yeah. Um, then one of my most exciting ones again, Dead Rising Four. 
Xbox Play Anywhere, so it's on Xbox One and Ten. Um, comes out December sixth. Now this one didn't have a release date, but today they confirmed the release date. So this oh. that's why I made the change when I said there was eight. Oh no, I mean nine. This one got a release date today. They they didn't have it in the show yesterday. Uh, that's Wait, December where Dead Rising Four comes out December sixth of this okay. year. Okay. Uh, and that looks oh, yeah. cool. Right. I what I don't know when I watched there was a, I watched like ten minutes of of gameplay today someone on the floor recorded it and there was a clock at the top but it was at 10 minutes so i I think the clock was the limit of what they were allowing the people to play i think they had 10 minutes okay yeah because i'm trying to remember when uh, eventual loki and i went to the xbox one event in phoenix um we got to play dead rising 3 before the whole even before the console was out and there was a time limit there too. And I, I think that there was the same thing. I think they had a clock in the game at the top. So I, I believe that was just for demo purposes. Um, it does have Frank West from the original game. You're kind of going back to Colorado. You're going back to play as him. Um, and they, they said they're going back to their roots, but I'm really hoping that they don't do time-based stuff. Now, when I saw the gameplay today, there were, it looked just like Dead Rising 3, there were side missions, there's people to help, um, there was a main mission you were going to, and, and I'm hoping the clock was just for the, the trial, that they were limited to 10 minutes on the systems. Um, so if they reintroduce the timed portion of that game, then I'm not going to get Dead Rising 4. If they have the option to not have the time, like Dead Rising 3, I'll be all over this game. Uh, it looked pretty friggin' cool. Uh, then they showed Scalebound uh, coming in 2017, Xbox One, Windows 10 exclusive. This this demo did not impress me. Again, it was yeah. really hard to follow, and I'm, I was like, I think this was the one. I've seen so many the past few days, so if I'm saying something wrong, I apologize. But I think this was the one where the dude was using a bow and arrow against a dragon. And I'm just like, really? It was, it was uh, like a big crab or something. Okay. Was he using a bow and arrow it, in this? Yeah, one? he had like some. He was shooting some stuff. It like, really oh. reminded me of that fantasy uh, 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 Final Fantasy video. Yeah, where it's like this yeah. little dude is attacking this huge monster. It's similar. It was like it's, the biggest boss. It's a Final had, oh, that's right. It was a crab because it had like a purple thing at the top, right? And they got it down, and they all jumped on, and they were hacking away at and the, yeah, the purple. Yeah, there's like a heart or something. Yeah, on its head so or, I thought it kind of reminded me of Lost Planet, hit the hit the orange, you know, hit mm. the glowing spots on the monster. Um, yeah, because when they, they had the set, I think the last E3, and we were talking about how annoying the guy was, because, you know, here he is with a dragon, and he's got headphones around his neck, and he's talking like a teenager. He's still annoying and talks like a teenager. And did yeah, you notice yeah. the guy playing there at E3 yeah. was also wearing the headset? Yep. I was like, thing. oh, and then uh, they had him today on a on a on an interview, and he had the red headset around his neck. I'm like, what a what a dweeb. Um, oh, on the daily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so next we got Air Buccaneers. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean Sea of Thieves. <laughs> Rob, I couldn't. I could not get past. This is Air Buccaneers in the water. <laughs> I, the, the sea of Thieves from Rare. It's Xbox Play Anywhere, you know, Windows X, Windows 10, Xbox One exclusive. Um, it looks cool. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But this game is going to have that problem where you're going to need friends. Unless they have AI that will replace that, 
you're going to have to have at least four people to run to because you spawn on the beach and you run to your get on your boat. And I guess there's no directions. You got to, you know, when you first, for the very first time you got to play, you're going to have to figure out how do you get this boat moving and you got to get your ship out in the water and then you end up doing combat against other ships. But it just, to me, I loved playing Air Buccaneers back in the day. This, which was, I think was a mod for Quake or Unreal or something. And it was, a, you get like four people on an airship and it's a hot air balloon and someone's, someone's controlling it up and down and moving through the air. And other people are loading up these cannons and firing them at other airships. And that's, that's exactly what this is just with big ships on the ocean as pirates. And if you got the, if we can, if you got the community and friends to play with, this is going to be a blast, but I, I don't know if it'll work as well through Xbox live. I, to me, when we were playing, this was on a land party where all of us were in the same room. Everybody's got their PCs hooked up. We're, we're all talking to each other and having fun and laughing and communicating. And I don't know if that's going to transfer as well through the internet and live. But again, I, and I, I don't see with all these games coming out, this is going to be tough to get your friends. This is where you're going to need that beacon thing, uh, you know, to say, Hey, I'm going to play see it thieves. I need some people to come play. Right. Um, what, what did you guys think of it? Uh, I, I quickly <laughs> went through that, actually. Um, it's one of those things, like, I'll probably have to try it to see if I like it. I'm not excited, or I don't think it... I didn't think it show, like, showed well. That That's... You know, I don't, I don't know if it was just the people, like, being overly happy and excited to play you know, like poor, bad acting, but they like, I don't know. It was the, I couldn't get past that part. It's kind of <laughs> like, what was it? Need for speed. Remember how need for speeds acting in that one game was like so bad. Oh, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't even yep. play the demo. Cause I was just yep. like, forget this. That's, that's the way I felt about that part of the, was that rivals? Uh, I don't even want to remember. The last one that came out, right? It was, I think it was the last need for speed that came out. I think it was rivals. Cause it's the one that's on EA yeah. access. Something so it was bad, but or yeah, but Sea of Thieves it yeah, does look good. that that game really reminded me of Infinity Disney Infinity because uh, there was that section where you played the pirates. Oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Captain, Captain Jack. Yeah, it really reminded me of that because you would go around uh, in a pirate ship in that game. So we don't have a release date on it yet. Yeah, uh, that's one of the two we didn't get a date on. So, um, next was okay. Next one was a zombie game, and when it first started showing, and I was looking at it, and I was like, "Oh, oh!" I I, I saw like four p. I think it was three people jumped out of a car, but I thought I can't remember if it was three or four. But when it first happened, I thought it was going to be a new um, survival instinct. Uh, no, the uh, <laughs> Valve game was it left. Left for no left for dead. I think it was left for dead on 360. We had two of them where you had the four people go in. It was a valve game. I think that was left for dead. And uh, oh my gosh, that's why I'm like, oh, it's the next one. And then then the, then I saw the the big emblem on the car hood, and I was like, oh wait a minute, I know that emblem. What is it? It was State of Decay Two yeah. is coming yeah. out, um, and this is exclusive uh, to Windows 10, really? Xbox One, coming out in 2017. So State of Decay Two was like a very inexpensive, like Xbox arcade title release on it was the like $10, wasn't it? I think it was 20, 
Tentacles. It eventually hit Games with Gold or something, didn't it? Yeah, but it was oh, super popular. Yeah. I mean, it, it was yeah. very successful, so we're getting uh, the sequel to it. It was well done. Yep. Um, next, we had... So the last game they showed was Halo Wars 2, which, again, is exclusive Xbox yeah. One and Windows 10, Xbox Play Anywhere, and February 21st of next year comes out. Whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> and even better, the beta, open beta, dropped yesterday. So oh. you can go and download it and play it uh, right now. It. Uh, it is multiplayer, so there's a tutorial, which I skipped. I recommend you don't <laughs> skip it because it puts you into a game with two, uh, three other people right off the bat. So Mark, the, <laughs> Mark, I have to tell the story. Mark, Mark was on online with me because um, I just got home and, and sat down. I was getting ready to watch the conference. And he's like, oh, he's like, I got Halo Wars 2. I'm like, oh, I'm downloading. I guess mine's downloading now. It's like 50%. I still haven't played it. We're like, oh, tutorial. Well, skip that. Uh, I know how to play. You know, and then two minutes later, he's like, I'm in here with like two other or three other live people. I don't have no idea what I'm doing. I was like, yeah, skip that tutorial, huh? (laughs) It was pretty funny. I didn't know it was going to be a multiplayer. (laughs) Yeah. So, So. But uh, yeah, I need to go back and and play that. It it looked really cool. I'm excited. There's a lot that has changed from Halo Wars 1. I can tell you that. I I just played one. We won based on what my partner was doing because I didn't add to that at all. I was trying to figure out. It was like first time. I'm like, okay, what do I build? And how do I, you know, what is it? Resource gathering. And it was, it just took a while. I was like, I don't remember, you know, it was going to come back to me. Um, So I started setting my guys out and I did get into a few little battles, but um, there's a ton of units and stuff to build. And I'm like, man, I don't even know what this stuff is. I don't remember this in the Halo universe. So it looks cool. I'm excited for it. I, it is a must buy. So now we come to the very last thing of the Microsoft conference. And this is all I'm going to say is I was right, Brun. Suck it. <laughs> in fact, I kind of spoiled it for Brun. <laughs> it was I had to text about him this. right away. Scorpio was announced. <laughs> And he's like, thanks for ruining it for me. I'm at work. And I was like, oh, man, I, fe- I actually felt really bad. Oh, I really did. I, I, I was I figured you and Rob would have been tied in and somehow figuring a way to listen or catch the news. Yeah, I was I 15. Some that. of us have. Well, I had 15. I was watching it at work, uh, but 15 minutes in, like right when they got to, I don't even remember. Oh, when they got to the, whatever the fighting game was. Tekken? Right, yeah, no, Tekken? no. When they were talking about the new Gears of War guy in it. Oh, Killer Instinct. Yeah, oh, when I right got the Killer beginning. Instincts when I actually had to go to a meeting and I was in a meeting for like an hour. So I I missed uh missed that part of it. So Phil Spencer came out and introduced six the six teraflop GPU, 4K gaming, 4K resolution video, eight CPU core, Project Scorpio, the next Xbox uh console coming in holiday 2017. So did anybody catch Bethesda's conference? Yes. When uh, Mr. Howard yes. was uh, was saying, "Oh, look, uh, we are on what the what's uh, the Vive on the Vive Fallout we, Four VR on the Vive." Yeah, Fallout Four on the Vive. And then when the developers are talking about Scorpio, and they're talking about how people are going to be able to do what they want, like with VR and stuff. Yep. And it was him again. Todd Howard. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So we, that yeah, means I, partnering. I think, 
means I'm Vive, sorry. right? I mean, Vive is going to be one of the VRs available on on Xbox yep. Scorpio. Yep, they did not announce it, but yeah, if you really paid attention between those two, it's the same thing I thought. I was like, hey, wait a minute. He Scope. said it was going to be on Vive, which and now they're saying he's out introducing Scorpio and said, with this machine, we can finally do VR the way we want to do it. Right. Yes. And we are and so we know and and we know Fallout 4 was just announced on Vive. So right. yeah, I think we're gonna see the Xbox Scorpio compatible with Vive and Oculus. Probably both. I agree. That, I, that's I, what I, I'm expecting. Because they had Carmack on and he's the what CIO or something of Oculus. Yeah. Yeah. No. So and and now, you know, people and now of course immediately Again, and this was killed me. This, this ticked me off. Seamus Blackley was a guest with IGN panel after the after the show of Microsoft, and he's sitting there with uh, Ryan. Maybe explain who he is. Oh yeah, Seamus Blackley is responsible, essentially, or the lead designer, whatever, on the original Xbox. This is mm-hmm. an Xbox guy, heart and soul. He should be, anyways. The so the the conference ends, and they go to him. What'd you think? And he starts ripping into this whole Scorpio thing. It's just a bunch of marketing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I was like, what the frick? You know, I'm like, what show are you watching, pal? I'm like, you know, and then Ryan, you can tell Ryan is an Xbox guy. Cause he, he was, uh, you know, finally, they was trying to be respectful. Let the guy talk. But then he's finally like, I didn't get that at all from, you know? yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, it was just in, and, and Ryan was like, you know, talking about, and actually the other guy actually said, I didn't get that at all. It was the guy that said Sony had the best show ever. Um, I can't I don't remember his name. I know his name, but I was just like, wow, you guys, you know, give me a break. This is a, I don't know. I don't know what was up his butt, but he came on later, later on there. He's like, okay, I was saying bad things, you know, here's the good stuff I like. And, you know, chalked up that they had a good show and it's, yeah. it's you know, the, the, the box is giving developers what they want. This is, he likes that it's going PC. This is making it easier for devs, and you know they're gonna love this. And so, it, I'm stoked. Well, man. especially if the devs develop basically one code base that covers PC and Xbox, that's huge for them. I mean, that well, is yeah. Well, well, that's the cutting thing. dev costs people, incredibly. Yeah, and people are like, well, you're you're gonna have to write one for this Xbox Scorpio. You're gonna have to write one for the S. You're gonna have to write one for the Xbox One. No. No, because when when XCOM 2 came out for PC, they put out one game, okay? And it, it may not run as well on my machine as it does on bronze, but guess what? It still runs. I just got to lower the visuals. That's where we're going with this. You're going to, the, the game they build for Scorpio is going to run not as good on this and quite not as good or maybe a little lower visuals, but they're going to be at least what we have today. You know what I mean? It's not going to be like horrid. No, so you, you'll have and, and a, what you'll you're have not going to get on the other two is VR. If yeah, you get a VR only game, that's only going to be on Scorpio because that's the VR system, yeah. and that's fine. When it, you, the, that game's not written for the, con, the Xbox One. When you, you know, when you create a game, you, you create your base. Like so, the game runs the same no matter what you're playing on. The game is the game is the game. Uh, the difference, the different things they're going to have to build for the different consoles are different textures. So you're going to have your 4K textures, you're going to have your 1080p textures, you're going to have your, 
you know, 720, you know, textures or whatever. And that's how you get that, that scale. Like, Oh, I want to run 4k or, Oh, I want to be 1080p. It's not like they're blurring the images or anything. They're actually loading different sets of assets. So when they have to build for these different things, like, yes, they do have to code. They don't have to code for three different boxes, but they do have to develop for three different boxes. But you're talking assets. You're not talking, you know. Right. You know, shame on them if they're building an open world game. All right. If you build an open world game, you're going to have a lot of work to do because you have a lot of assets. (laughs) I'll bet you, Brian, you know, they're all going to have the same walls. Okay, this one brick, but it's probably going to be an automated system that says downscale the brick. Yeah, yeah. No one's oh, going to yeah. have to redraw the brick. No, you're gonna no. you're gonna code it to the highest point, and then that's going to be an automated right, software right. to downgrade it, yeah. or so that we, you know, so that because you don't want to you don't want to have your Xbox One chugging because yeah, it true. can't keep up. Yeah. I want it to run smooth, and that game is not going to look like crap. Nope, it's going to look as good as they do today, probably better because we'll have more time on on programming on it. Sure. It's all good. And I love it because, you know, now people are saying, well, that was stupid to put the S out. Who's going to buy that when the Scorpio came is coming out in a year? We don't have a price on Scorpio. This is look how much. Okay. So let me, let's, let's think about this. This is an elite piece of hardware. This is going to be expensive. I'm saying $500 just because it's a console and I'm, I'm hoping it, but I, I, I think it's probably going to be more than that. I mean, we got a we got some serious hardware in there. This is high end, okay? So what? That new video card that just came out from Nvidia, which is VR ready, that was what six hundred bucks. Depends which one you the, want. The ten, the ten eighty. Well, even the ten seventy is what three hundred and seventy or three seventy nine. So four hundred bucks. Six six uh, six ninety nine. So. So yeah, you're you're looking at least four hundred dollars for a video card, and right. we're getting a massive high end GPU on this. So this is going to be a premier elite piece of hardware that's going to be super expensive, and that doesn't even probably include the headset for the VR. But again, you're going to get that from somebody else. This is it's just going to allow you to run it. So this is not going to be mass market. So I think the S is beautiful because it allows people to either upgrade to get the four K, uh, the Ultra HD blu-ray player which is included in the s we didn't mention that earlier um and you know or for people who aren't yet haven't come over to the xbox one they can buy this one and it's it's an amazing box that's going to be fine run everything if you don't want vr this is where you need to be you don't need to buy scorpio if you don't plan to get into vr get the s right well you you said it good you you said it good yesterday you said it right to me it's like if you're going to go buy an xbox one the Xbox One that's on the market right now, or the Xbox One, is the S. That is the new Xbox. That's the Xbox One. You know, it's not a separate one. It's not one you have to go buy. It's like, hey, I'm going to go buy my very first Xbox One. Well, guess what? You're buying the S because that's going to be the one available until all the other ones sell out. You know what I mean? So, and that's why they drop those in price. You know, the the new Xbox is the S. Now, yeah, the the, People, the the original Xbox One is going. They they probably haven't been making. They probably have stopped manufacturing those a while ago, right? Because they're making the S's now. They're coming out in two months, so yeah. they've been kick, they've been building these for months now, right? Yeah, yeah I agree, I agree, agree. So I just and and the thing is, is like, well, I'm not going to buy an S because you know the S is dead already because they they uh, uh you know announced Scorpio. 
No, it's not. Eight, 18 months. You're going to sit there and say that if you wanted to buy an Xbox, you're going to hold off for 18 months and not play any of the 18 games that were announced during that E3. Yeah, you're just going to be out before you're, then. You're just going to wait. <laughs> That's like me saying, well, I know the 360 has been around for five years. And they're saying about four more years from now, they're going to release a new console. I think I'm just going to, you know, this Model S of the Xbox 360, it's dead because I know one's coming four years down the road. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, or, no. Or it's it, like it's like someone, Rob, and I know who said, well, I'm going to wait till the Xbox One lowers in price. Well, and, <laughs> and let me yeah. let me just say, let me just say one thing. People were complaining. The same complaint. I don't want to say it's any different. It's it, it, well, no, this is a little bit different. People were complaining when the four uh, the PS4 4K was announced because they're just like, wait a minute, why am I going to have another? You know, I just bought this. We just sold forty million, forty million, forty million, forty million. I mean, that's all you hear, forty million. And I mean, it's like, okay, they just sold forty million. Well, guess what? Hey, you forty million people, go buy forty more. You know, because you are getting a half step console that's what you're going to get and people were upset about it and they should be in my mind now scorpio isn't a half step scorpio in my mind is a new generation even though phil spencer said we're not leaving anybody behind right that that was the quote so all games that are made for xbox one are going to play on scorpio uh and probably for a period of time like i said all games made are going to be like that. And eventually there will become a time where it's just like, you know what? This is a Scorpio only game. You know, maybe that's 2019, the year we expected a new console to hit the market. So, I mean, it's just like the, the silliness of like, Oh no, the Scorpio's killing the S and this and that. And you're doing this. And that's like, no, like if you really want to wait for the Scorpio, wait, go for it. I don't care, you know, but it is not, the the S is not dead. The Xbox One is not dead. So it's just it was just a weird a weird thing that I say. But when Sony, who is coming out with a console supposedly this year, um, you know it, you know <laughs> people are going to think it's the best idea ever, you know, and they're going to continue to make and sell the PS4 the same time they are making the 4K because they've said the 4K is going to be a premium machine that costs more than the current PS4. So at least with the S we're saying, you know, hey, we're this is your this is your Xbox 1 and when the Scorpio comes out, you know, probably be like this is your X, you know, this is your next Xbox, you know, you want to buy it, buy it, but if you have an Xbox 1 or want to buy an S, buy an S. So All right, just so you know, we have we have to be off in 25 minutes. So do we want to quickly run through the other stuff or do we want to just talk any more about, do you want to jump into EA, Bethesda, Sony? Well, Brun got quiet, so he's done talking okay, for good. now. Um, or Ubisoft. <laughs> hey, this is, this is like the 2016 version of uh, Mr. Roboto. Remember that back in the day when he would get all robotic? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that right. was when I was on my Mac. Yeah. Now he's just getting quiet. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Skype is crapping out, so <laughs> I can't I can't help it. 
So we're on borrowed time. Okay, so we, got, we got, like I said, we got about 20 minutes and then we need to wrap. Um, so let me just run through some of the big name stuff. So EA talked about Titanfall 2. Oh my gosh. Grappling hooks, baby. Lots of new weapons. A single player campaign is now going to be in the game. I think they said there's six new Titans. Uh, there, there's all kinds of new Titan abilities and it, it just looks crazy. Uh, oh, it's going to be awesome. They're going to have a multiplayer test prior to the launch, and the game is coming on October 28th of this year. I mean, I, I Titanfall 2 is something I was guaranteed to buy. I mean, yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's all so looks really good. Oh my gosh, I'm in love with it. <laughs> all they had to do is just they they just had to make new maps and say Titanfall 2, and I was in. <laughs> they just they went freaking way beyond that. Um, I am so excited. Um, let's see. They talked about Madden 17, uh, mass effect. I was really let down by this. Um, there was really nothing there. I'm like, we keep hearing about mass effect Andromeda and I'm like, really? We're getting a developer interview or a developer trailer. Nope. They're talking about nothing there. Yeah. And the only thing I pulled out of it that I thought was cool is the game's gonna be powered by frostbite. So the game will look good and it'll have destructible environments. Um, then they spent about an hour on FIFA, so I, I took a nap. Then they talked about some game uh, called Fee. Uh, it's a new indie game. Then they went into Star Wars, uh, talked about new games coming out 2017, 2018, and 2019. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're getting a new installment of Battlefront next year, so there'll be a new Battlefront next year. Um, Visceral is going to do a new action-adventure Star Wars game with new characters in 2018, and Respawn is doing a third-person action-adventure game, which looks to be 2019, um, uh, Star Wars-based. So, And if you're wondering who Respawn is, those are the makers of Titanfall. Yeah, You want to you wanna know the weird thing about at least when they're saying 2017, 2018, and 2019? At least they were giving you a year. Yeah, <laughs> and we're saying that it's stupid what they're saying because like, you're talking about something in 2019, yeah, but then it's okay, and you win the three if you just announce something and never even give it a date. <laughs> so, but um, and then they then they went into Battlefield, which we've already talked about, uh, comes out October twenty first. That ended the EA show. So, do you guys have any thoughts or comments on anything from EA? Uh, I would say the first ten minutes were awesome, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the thing was boring. Well, except for the last ten minutes, right, of Battlefield, they opened well, strong saw- and finished strong, well, and that was it. Everything in the middle was garbage yeah the the good thing about battlefield was actually after the conference when they were showing gameplay but true yeah so (laughs) first 10 minutes everything else is boring (laughs) all right so then we have bethesda which i watched and i had really have no care about this because i just don't have any interest in bethesda games which i think is weird but they announced quake champions is coming out it's going to be a competitive arena style shooter on the pc it's going to run at 120 hertz and have unlocked frame rates um, so this ought to be pretty friggin' slick. Um, Elder Scrolls Legend is a strategy card game coming to PC, Mac, Android, and iPhone. Uh, Fallout 4 had a ton of stuff. So next week they're going to release the Contraptions Toolkit. In July, the Vault Tech Workshop. In August, there's Nuka World, a look like an amusement park that you can go uh, in the game. Then they've got Fallout Shelter Update is coming to PC in July. So you're going to be able to play. I think that was an iPhone game or an Android yep. game. Yep. That's coming to PC in July. Uh, Elder Scrolls Skyrim Special Edition coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people were looking forward to that. Then this was one game. Here's the one game I actually was interested in. Prey. And yeah, it looks good. 
Oh, yeah. This yeah. blew my mind. This was another one. It's like, oh, my gosh, what is this? And then when I saw it and they named it, I was like, Prey? Wasn't Prey that one where you played like an American Indian and you were fighting aliens or something and warping through portals or something in time? I could have swore that was called Prey. There was another game. Prey 2 there was, was another game called Prey, Prey and Prey 2, yeah, but I don't know if they're tied or anything. But this looks like Prey Two was canceled a long yeah, time. Yeah, Prey Two never came out. So I think, yeah. So I'm thinking of, I think I'm thinking of the correct game with this American Indian. Um, so it looks like this is going to be a complete reboot of the series, and I don't know if it has anything to do with what the original game did. Uh, the visuals looked amazing. It, it had a very Groundhog Day feel to it because uh, he kept waking oh, up, yeah. and it was the same day every day. Uh, but he would look in a mirror, and his that eyes were no getting sense. just like redder every day, and it was. Uh, that looked amazing. Um, Doom, they talked about that. There's two new modes coming out next month for free. They got some snap map, snap map features are coming. Three free-for-all modes are coming. Uh, they're going to be free. There's a DLC pack coming with new uh, new demon weapons and more. Um, and then right now, you can play the first level of Doom free this week. That is available at, right now. So if you haven't played Doom and you want to play, you can play through the whole first level for free. Um, Elder Scrolls Online uh, Dark Brotherhood DLC is coming Tuesday. So I think that is tomorrow. No, wait. What is today? Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. I think that was today then. So Dark Brotherhood DLC came out today for the Elder Scrolls Online. Um, then there's going to be something they called One Tamriel. So this people went gaga over this. Uh, there's going to be no level restrictions on alliances, quests, or mission, and that's coming this fall. So Basically, if you're brand new to the game, you jump in, everything's open to you. Um, you can jump in with high-level friends and play, no matter right. where they're at in the game. They're completely removing restrictions, I guess. And then they went into Bethesda VR, um, which was Doom. <laughs> I can't imagine Doom in VR. And Fallout 4 uh, in 2017 on the HTC Vive. Right. And then they closed with Dishonored 2. Comes out November 11th, 2016, oh, yeah. Xbox One, PS4, PC, and you will get the Dishonored Definitive Edition with your pre order. That's another game I want to end up playing and bu- or buying and playing. I just probably won't get it when it launches. It looked really cool, but yeah. I think I'll skip. All right, how are we doing on Dishonored? The first one was. Yeah, I still have three more levels left and I'll be done. All right, cool. We got two more shows to talk about, and I've got like 15 minutes. So, uh, can, uh, for Ubisoft, can you just hit like the two things that mattered and yeah, that um, one. All. Yeah, that was pretty, it was bad. It was, a uh, bad this was comment. a very big disappointment. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say it again. Aisha Tyler sucks. Um, I don't know why she's yeah. going to come out and drop the F bomb and think she's just all that. Um, I, I just, I can't stand it. She's not funny. I wish they would drop her, but they got some love fest with her. Um, but anyways, they, they showed off the division. Uh, well, first of all, I missed the first part of this one. Um, Rotten work got in the way. So I'm going to probably jumble this, but they did show the division. There's three new outfits that are free um, to celebrate 30 year anniversary of Ubisoft. So it's going to be, there was, I think it all was Tom Clancy. So rainbow six Ghost recon and a splinter cell outfit. And they showed survival mode uh, coming first on Xbox and PC. Uh, They showed for honor, which reminds me of rise, but does look really good. Um, They got this, so if you guys played Far Cry, Far Cry Blood Dragon, did you guys play that? Nope. No. Okay, but do you know what it is? Nope. Okay, well, for those that do, they came out basically said Trials HD, which you guys are Trials, 
you know what that is? Yep. Had a baby with Blood Dragon, and this is what it is. So it's called Trials of the Blood Dragon, and oh, it's a okay. really bizarre animated version of Trials with, I guess, Blood Dragon. I don't know. It's really weird. It's available right now for fourteen ninety nine. Um, Watch Dogs Two comes out November fifteenth. DLC thirty days first on PlayStation. So PS PlayStation getting all the love there, but it'll be um, the game ship day and date. Um, I, I I think this looks great. I'm buying Watch Dogs too. This looks I liked the first one, but this one looks like it's going to be amped up and even better. Um, Ghost Recon Wildlands, March seventh, twenty seventeen. I'm all in, dude. This yeah, I, I if this is Graw two co op because that was the best part of Graw two was all the co op missions. Oh my gosh, we've got I don't even know how many hours we have in just doing that. Yeah, remember, we spent a lot of Friday night lives doing. <laughs> Remember all the times when I said, I think all we need is a game of like Graw 2 where all you kept pumping out was mission after mission after mission after mission after mission and just let us keep playing missions and missions and missions. It's That's what this game here. is. That's yeah, what I'm so excited world. for this one too. So. It, yeah, it's open world co-op. I, I mean, it looks like I'm imagining there's going to be AI characters, if you're by yourself, we don't really know yet, but right. um, it is an open world game, and I am so friggin' ecstatic about it. I watched a, I think a 10 minute playthrough today. Whoever was playing was a moron. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who really? it was. What do you man. Think I, don't, I don't know who it was on. It was an IGN video, and whoever was there should be ashamed. It's like they had no clue what they were doing. Um, but the game just, I'm just like, this this looks like it's what I wanted out of Ghost Recon. So just the same reason why Sea of Thieves. That's the <laughs> same reason for this one. It's the same reason for the Minecraft. It's the horrible acting trying to make it seem like you no, got no 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 no. I'm talking. It wasn't that. It was just all you saw was their character. You didn't hear anybody talking. It's they had no clue what they were doing in this game. Oh, which which one are you talking about? The uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Oh, the CS one. I'm talking about when no, they were I, I they watched were talking the video today. No, oh, okay, I watched okay, the video sorry, today. I was it was talking like, about the one on the conference. It was like ten minutes of gameplay. No, not okay. the whole. Oh, uh, I've landed. I'm um, over Mike seventeen uh, meters. Uh, yeah, I'll get the helicopter. Uh, Mike, check two. So, no, yeah, yeah, that was okay. stupid. <laughs> People don't talk like that. At least not not in the gaming world. But no, today it was just on the floor gameplay. Someone had recorded someone from IGN playing right for like ten minutes. Right, and they had no clue what they were doing and they were horrible at it. They couldn't drive. They didn't know how to get in the car. They couldn't reload. They're just standing there. They're getting shot from all these, and they're just standing there. And I'm like, how much, how many hits can this guy take? So obviously it's, you know, it's a demo. So they like make it so you don't die a million times, but I'm just like, Oh, I would never have this guy on my team. You know, he was just horrible. Um, all right. We've got about nine minutes. I want to shut off at, 820 my time just to make sure we they give us a little leeway so i'll run through sony real quick and then we'll have final comment i'll shut up and you guys got final comments okay sony opened with god of war no release date game looks amazing um oh, one thing that did i thought was interesting is after that the, the whoever the guy is that's in charge of it now who come out and ran the show said we hope to impress you yeah like really you started out we hope you like this um thought that was kind of interesting um, then they said they showed Days Gone, which looked amazing. Yep. Um, I called it the motorcycle game with no release date. Last Guardian comes out October 25th. This is the Bird Dog game. <laughs> uh, Horizon Zero Dawn um, is a good-looking game, um, but it's, I didn't get it, and I'm not interested. It's uh, early. It's 2017. 
They didn't give me a date on the show. Uh yeah, but I it's it was Is actually it? coming out this year and got delayed to early next year. Okay. Um, and then uh, one that Brun really liked that we all did, I think, that we're watching is Detroit Become yeah. Human. Yep. This looks cool, and I like the concept. Yeah, me too. Um, then uh, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard comes out January 24th. This is a VR game. Uh, PSVR comes out October 13th for $3.99. They said 50 games before the end of the year. I noticed someone else earlier in the chat said they're all going to be Connect Light games or Wii games. I'm sure that's exactly what they're going to be. Yeah. Um, not what we're looking for. Uh, let's see, Star Wars X-Wing Battlefront um, VR mission. So uh, this was a mission in the Battlefront game. So I take it that probably next year, I don't know if it's they're going to add a VR mission to the current Battlefront game or if it's going to be in next year's Battlefront game. But this is an X-Wing mission, so it looks like it's going to be one mission that's VR-based in that game, and that's it. Okay. Uh, Batman Arkham VR coming out October. Final Fantasy 15, September 30th. Call of Duty, November 4th. Uh, they did list Crash Bandicoot 1, 2, and Crash Warped the Call are coming out. Call of Duty uh, demo actually looked looked good. Oh, yeah, that was funny because we're we're watching this. Yeah. And and no one's saying we're all kind of like, wow, what is it? Everyone's like, what is this? What is yeah. this? And I'm like, I think this is Call of Duty, guys. That looks like the, the ship. And then at one point they showed some. I was like, oh, maybe that's not the ship. And we just kept watching it. And finally, I'm like, dude, this is Call of Duty. It's like when they finally got into the, the gunplay, um, it was like, yeah, this is. And then, yeah, it turned out yeah. that looked great. <laughs> yeah, except for my whole thing was, why can I hear gunfire? Why is there fire in space? <laughs> it's got like, to be it's got to be fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and let's see. Skylander Imaginators. Oh. You can make your own Skylanders. Sorry. One more thing. More money. I understand <laughs> Crash Bandicoot's been gone for a long time, and this is a re I don't know if they called it a remake or a reimagining. But I think they're reissuing these because it's Crash Bandicoot one, two, and Crash Warped are all getting okay. released. So they're all gonna be remastered. Okay. Who cares? A lot of people <laughs> care, Bron. I know. Yeah. That's okay, man. I mean PS4 is already the best PS3 you can have. And then uh, last thing they closed with, well, they closed with, I think, Spider-Man, which I didn't understand why Spider-Man's spiders were white on his uniform. Um, that didn't make sense to me, but because uh, I thought they were black. But um, they showed another one called, I, don't, I think I wrote it wrong. I wrote it Death Standing, but I think it was Death Stranded um, was the name of the game by Hideo Kojima. Oh. And essentially it was um, Norman Reedus, Naked. Yeah. Um, it looked just like Norman Reedus. I mean, you could you could tell it wasn't him that it was CGI, but it was the best CGI I've ever seen of someone we know. You know, yeah. it was like wow, that really looked like him. Um, I didn't need to see him naked, but um, I know our female listeners out there appreciated that because one of them posted <laughs> in the group today that she wants this game. I said, "Why is it? Because he's naked?" And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was a Sony. Uh, yeah so you know and, and the of, thing is is oh, like sorry, i don't they, like i don't sorry, like they, they closed sorry. with days gone they went back and re-showed days gone yeah. gameplay which blew us all away yeah was, that was awesome. oh my gosh that 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 those were like i think jesus said those are uh world war z zombies they were fast and there was a bajillion of them yeah it, it's funny because i was listening to colin and greg uh live on 
on their Twitch right after Sony. And and Colin actually said, you know, like, hey, Microsoft, you know, that's how you do a that's how you do a conference. He was saying Microsoft did pretty much like what a conference should be like. And then he come out and said that, you know, Sony Sony took took them and, and beat them or whatever. But, you know, they're they're Sony guys. So I kind of expected that. Um, but he even like, I don't know why Kojima was there even showing that. And people got so excited. And then to come out and even he stated, he's like, that's like a 2020 game. 2019, 2020. And I'm just like, you guys are doing another Last Guardian. Like, you're literally showing something during E3 that's not coming yep. out for probably five years. <laughs> I was Let waiting them- for them to bring up that they're going to, Kojima's doing a Kickstarter. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's funny. You know, I, I thought there's both. I like I said, I put in the chat. Like to me, I thought Detroit was awesome. That was the one that, like, I, I Days Gone was awesome too. It blew us away. But I really, for something like, as soon as I saw Detroit, I was like, man, I really want to play that game. And I even mentioned, I'm like, I'm a, I like Deus Ex. So I was like, this reminds me of like Deus Ex type type of game. And and I don't know, maybe that's why I liked it so much. Um, but both conferences, like Ubisoft's conference. They need to figure out some different format because their format was dumb. Uh, they could have done an hour and just shown all their games and been awesome. But the whole sit on a couch and interview and blah, 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 it just it was a snooze fest. Uh, but the games were cool. I was excited about the games, but I had to fast forward through all the junk. I couldn't stand just yeah. sitting there watching them do that. Um, but Sony did good and, and Microsoft did good. Like I said, in my mind, it all depends on what you're wanting to get out of. E3 is probably where you lean on who did what. Depends so. if you want to play games this year or in four years. I mean, right. <laughs> that's the, the, one, the one thing I will say, and this is kind of like my final comment, like I, I enjoyed E3. Um, for the people that are hating on Scorpio, you know, to me, I, I, I said like I didn't think they needed to do it. And I still kind of feel like they don't need to do it, right? They didn't need to do it, but they did. So good for them. If you want to sit there and say that Scorpio's stupid and dumb and this and that and, oh, you know, Sony's all high-powerful and, and got a great and everything like that, I will just want to let you know that the Scorpio scared Sony so bad that they decided not to even show their console. They were, they, and, and to me, I'll tell you what, if they do it fine, I don't care if they do it. All right. It's fine. If they do it, I would not be surprised if they come out and say, and, and even Jesus put it in here. It's pretty funny. He goes seven teraflops, you know, like Sony's going to go back and rebuild their entire machine. They can't just coming out this year. Well, well, it's not anymore. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if they if they want to do that, or you know, because some people's like, well, then they'll release one next year. I was like, okay, now they're just getting out of control because that would be a a big mistake. But I will say that if for anybody that wants to sit there and say that Scorpio's stupid, it literally struck fear into a company that is two to one, 40 million to not even bring their hardware up. That that's how what Scorpio just did to the entire yeah. You know, thing whether you like it or not. I mean, that that's the thing. Whether you like it or not, that's what happened, and you can't deny it. So I wait and see what happens. That's all I can say. You can't call it stupid, 
when when you don't even know what it is, but that's what happened, and you can't deny it. <laughs> so, but Rob, any last thoughts? We gotta we gotta turn off like in the next two minutes. <laughs> um, the last words. I, I think I think we hit just about everything. Uh, did we, did we mention Minecraft? I that skipped was over a it. big thing as well. Yeah. So there's uh, the mention of Minecraft, which is pretty cool. They've added a whole bunch of uh, like cross-platform play realms. Although I think you have to pay for that. I briefly yep. looked at it. Four dollars a month online. Yeah, and that does that was yeah. VR. That wasn't that Carmack on the VR playing. Yep. Yeah. Playing with those and guys. What was What was interesting was he was on the VR, not the and Oculus. Someone was, I think, on a Surface tablet, and someone was on Xbox. Yeah. Or something yep. In that one. Mm-hmm. He was on the Gear VR. And, yeah. 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 I was really surprised not to see anything from HoloLens. Uh, it's not a game. Because they it's showed not a it. gaming. Yeah. It's not a gaming device. So. Yeah. So, uh, you know, because I guess that means that the other devices like the uh, Vive and Oculus have pretty much taken over as the VR device, even though it's augmented reality for HoloLens, but um, yeah, that was about it, really. That I wanted to mention. All right, all right. Well, let's let's shut this off so I don't get hosed on this. <laughs> all right, you you two. Uh, everybody, migration. we'll be back. We'll be back Sunday with a regular show. So we will see you then. I'm Brun BJ Swick thirty three. It's Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Mark AK Wingman seven hundred nine. Taking off.